Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. On tonight's show, Philippa Clock and Jan Bailey are at Sport HQ as I finally learn the finer points of American football. The Twins are back with an update of another busy weekend for York Athletic Club and Graham tells us what the Striders have been up to. This is the renowned and sometimes controversial Radio Newark Sport and these are the headlines. And there is only one place to start. Amy Hunt ran a lifetime best 11.31 for the 100 metres at the European Under-20s International at Loughborough over the weekend. This makes her the 8th fastest all-time GB Under-20 and the 8th fastest junior in the world this year. And the fastest European. How good is that? And staying with our locals on the world stage, Olivia Mathias was first home at the European Sprint Triathlon held in Poland over the weekend. A mixed weekend for Team Sugden. On the positive side, Regis was a convincing winner in his second fight as a professional boxer. But younger brother Bailey was not at his best as he was defeated on the big glory event in Holland. And we stay in the ring as Sam Hardy retains his national schools title while the ever-improving Chloe Davis finished runner-up in her age group. A tough weekend for Finlay Cranage at the Birmingham BMX circuit. Three crashes and three seventh-place finishes means he missed out on the quarter-finals. But knowing Finlay, he'll be back again next week. Harley Price, the goalkeeper, that we first made you aware of on this show while playing for Tutoreed has been retained for a second season by Derby County. Not sure about the club, Harley, but a cracking achievement. And Newark Flosive have announced their pre-season friendlies, including a couple of mouth-watering home matches as Grantham Town and Baseford United visit Lowfields. And yesterday saw the first round of the ESAA Schools Cup. Well, the Nottinghamshire version of it. And it was held at the Sports Village, the first major event at that facility. Seven schools taking part, but unfortunately and disappointingly, nobody from Newark had entered. So let's hope that changes. We've now got the facilities. Come on, let's get the teams there. Let's represent Newark. The Newark AC president was there on his 66th birthday. There's only one place to start, Mr Smith. Amy oh, Hunt. She's getting better oh. and better and better. That young lady is going all the way. That is, that is quite astonishing. I mean, um, she, she's <clears throat> to, to, to run that sort of pace is, is quite incredible. But when you consider how she ranks in Europe and in the world, and in all time stakes, well, let's just go through it again. That, she, that she's just turned seventeen. Yeah, the eighth fastest all-time GB under twenty. Yeah. The eighth fastest junior in the world this year and the fastest European in the world this year. They're not bad stats, are they? 
Very, very impressive. It's, um... I mean, we keep on saying little old Newark, but you followed up the, that... That one with Olivia Mathias. With, 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 with Olivia as well. I mean, that is just astonishing for little old Newark. <laughs> that, 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 that's, I think that's, I'm going to stop saying that, you know. That is not bad for Manchester or London or Birmingham or anywhere else. But Newark flying the flag. Good grief. One more quick one, and uh, that's um, Sam Hardy and, and Chloe Davis. Mustn't forget Lauren Workman. She was there as well. She come up, up, come up against the uh, the favourite in air age group in, in the semi-final. So Lauren got to a semi-final. Chloe got to a final. And Sam won it <clears> in the schools championships. Um down there in sorry a fantastic weekend again for three young note boxers and we both saw the start of chloe davis's career was it chloe doing the skills that i, yes. I thought were outstanding and you and you actually picked her up i didn't think you've got an eye for a sports person but you obviously have yeah yeah occasionally you know I, I, as you said before I, I do know my boxing i've been married 34 years i shouldn't know a thing about fighting <laughs> so uh yeah basically yeah she she did look special that night at Founder. We're trying our best to get a very shy Chloe Davis Can I tell you about the crisis anyway? The, the reason I've stumbled in here at the last second... Well, you always do. We, we, we might well have listeners out there who can help me with this. I had to leave hot foot from our home after finding a, a massive rat in the garden that's got no means of escape. What do I do, Newark? Please tell me. Tell it one of your stories. It'll find a way of escaping. I think it's a bit cruel. That, I mean, you can't, you can't bore the poor thing to death. Well, that's you? what would happen. Oh, yeah, you suppose, do it yeah. to me most yeah, nights. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's get serious. That's only because the rat poison didn't work on you. Let's get serious for a second. Um, <laughs> Nicky Lauda died today, yeah. aged um, 70, the legendary Austrian uh, when motor racing was motor racing. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, we, we've spoken before on this show about um, Sir... Sir James Stewart and all he's done to make the, to make it a safer sport, but um, you know, Nicky Lauda raced at a time when there was no guarantee you were going to get home that night, and um, you know, I mean, the, 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 the fact he survived the crash he did was quite incredible. But obviously, uh, the the result of that is that uh, eight months ago he had a lung replacement, and uh, all these years later, and uh, obviously he's not pulled through on this occasion. No, that. Very sad because one of uh, a true sportsman. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this, the the word legend is 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 too overused these days. But I mean, he was amongst the top ten legends of all time in any sport. Our guests tonight are here to try and convince me and Tony uh, that American football is actually a, indeed a sport. I don't, I don't need convincing. I right, have a story I need about convincing. Okay, American it's sport. three against one then. Okay, History. we will see. Um, before, it's right up there with rat catching for me. Before they attempt the impossible, <laughs> um, we need to catch up on how the running's getting on. Jan, of course, spent an awful long time <laughs> watching Adam Holland sort of disappear into the into the <laughs> distance, and uh, I've, I've, what, I've been wanting to say that for years, but it, it took that long to get him into the studio, and he'll probably never come again. Um, af- after that one um, now he's fit he goes and gets himself an injury um, so he's not been running for a while so we need to find out all about that while Philippa of course has got one thing and one thing only on her mind and that's the Newarkoff Marathon um, so um, Philippa is a fairly regular guest into this studio and I have a feeling she may be here again next month um, but um, we've finally caught Jan and he's finally got him into the studio um, fitness first Getting there, getting back. I've uh, been out for probably eight weeks now, I think. 
Um, I hurt my hurt my heel, my Achilles. It's been really sore recently, so um, I've been just trying to get back to running again, basically. And uh, it's a bit of a slow process because when you run all the time every day, um, and then you have to stop, it's um, it's it's uh, something that you kind of need to get used to. Did it annoy you in the days when, in any other town, you'd have been the number one <laughs> runner? Yeah, you'd got you'd got Adam alongside you. Did it did it get you down at all? No, not really, because I I like having someone to chase. It's like um, my good friend Tom Marshall, who um, you know we we kind of we both work really hard to try and get better, and we push each other on. Um, I mean, I kind of came to running kind of just out of luck, really. A friend of mine who I used to work with um, tried to get me to, to go down to Park Run because I'm a uh, I used to play a lot of football when I was a, a youngster, rug, rugby, uh, things like that. Badminton as well. I shouldn't, you know, anyway, mainly, see, mainly you see, football you see, I put on the, I put on the um, show promo that the boss was coming in to make sure I yeah. look after him, and uh, she's that doing a good job. Yeah. I don't play badminton. Yeah. No, we know, we noticed that. That's, this is where you need a webcam, and you can work out for yourself what she was doing. It's all, it's all the same, and it's all yeah. So, so. so you're back, you're back running, but you've missed a, a fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been running. Uh, I ran the Cambridge Half Marathon back in March, and uh, and I did quite well at that. And then about a week later, um, I just I, ju- I was just out training one day, and uh, I just pulled up with a with my, with my ankle being really sore, and um, and it's just taken a long, long time to get better, and it's still a little bit sore. I was running before I came here tonight, and it was it's kind of I'm not but I'm not able to train how I want to train. Unfortunately, I just got to keep the distance down and everything. So instead of being able to run fives, tens, and half marathons. I'm now just looking at 5k maximum and maybe 10 in a few months' time, but we'll have to see how. How, see difficult how, is, how difficult is it for somebody who's in a running family, um, where everywhere you look there's runners, um, and the um, the doctors are ever saying, no, don't? Yeah, it's hard. Um, I mean, luckily, I like lots of sports, so running is something that i kind of chose to be my like my main goal to get good to try and get good at but if you can't run then i luckily i can ride a bike um i've tried swimming but i'm not keen i'm not great at swimming but it's uh, the one sport you can't do <laughs> and i uh, can do it so i love it oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but biking's good i mean i've got a mountain bike and i've and i've just acquired a, a road bike as well so i've been going out doing a lot of riding as well and obviously i've got friends who are triathletes like Tom i was gonna say then so i've got no doubt tom's been trying his best because you're a you're a natural triathlete but obviously you're not because you don't like the water no swimming is not a not a strong point for me uh if you ever see me down the pool um i think your your grandma could probably swim faster than i could but um yeah i just i don't really enjoy it whereas i do enjoy being out on a bike so um, this is taking you out of the what seems to be the new craze triathlon yeah, I mean, I there's duathlons which I'm potentially looking at doing because as much as I do like running, it's you know if you just run constantly all the time, sometimes you just need a little bit of something to to just to change it up a little bit. So I have been talking about doing a duathlon at some point, which is obviously run, bike, run. Uh, so uh, when you say it on the radio, it means you have to do it. <laughs> 
And yeah. Andy's just they'll, Andy's they'll just said it. it. Yeah. Andy's just said it, of yeah. course. So well, we'll see about that. We'll see yeah. if you're up for American football in a few minutes as well. <laughs> Not to mention um, anything that seems to involve snow. Yeah, well, that if I could snowboard every day, I would. Um, unfortunately, I was born in the wrong country. Yes, uh, which is a shame. But no, um, I mean the snowboard season kind of runs from December through to April. And I try and get two or three weeks away a year if I can, depending on... I, I try and get some deals and depending on how... And occasionally, very occasionally, you take Philippa with you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she came for the first time last year and then she managed somehow to make it again this year for a week. And she actually snowboarded this time. <laughs> and did you enjoy snowboarding? <laughs> um, I think enjoy is a not quite the right word this time i didn't take my snowboard off and walk down the hill in tears so you're getting there then. i'm getting there getting definitely there. but the holiday's yeah. not just all about snowboarding no. it's the whole you know it's the yeah. whole chalet experience it's a, a great know. experience and, and, and with friends and last year we when we had that snow here we took the snowboards to scony's park <laughs> and uh did uh did some some of the hills down there not, the not quite the same because the one's no. a bottle of wine waiting at the bottom no, of the not quite no, no. But, um let's talk um you were marathon but first of all let's say one thing that we're all so so pleased about in this town dad's back running again oh yeah <laughs> but that was a nightmare when he wasn't running well it was the same probably similar, worse than him similar to Jan. Yeah. i um i moan at him when he's running too much and now he's not running at all i'm like why are you why are you around all the time like go running so uh he can't run can't win so no it's great to see my dad back running and but uh, I, I mean a lot of people thought that was probably the end of your dad's running career. Yeah. But, but to come well, back, yeah, I, I think he, it's a fantastic achievement. Yeah, he did um, really a 10K last weekend, uh, last Sunday, or the Sunday before, sorry, and this weekend he's been in Grasmere with the, the guys from Not mm. Fast and keeping up and... Yeah, because if he's not running, he's walking. Yeah, he's not running, he's walking. So, yeah, yeah it's great to see. And I think, you know, we, we were very strict with him when he got his new hip and sort of said not don't do too much too soon did he listen yeah actually right. i think i think he realized <laughs> yeah we're all talking maybe, about your daddy maybe they we? didn't just replace his hip they replaced other things as well but he definitely like i think he i think he realized how much he enjoyed the running and he didn't want to jeopardize not being able to do it yeah, again yeah. so and he's had fantastic support from all the guys at all the running clubs so. yeah no he, I'm, yeah, well, he's, he's, he's a uh, Tony thinks I use the word legend too often, but well, I, was a bit I mean, there's <laughs> worldwide legends and there's Newark legends, yeah. and Dad falls in the Newark legends category. Oh, I'm sure as he paid you to say that. <laughs> I, I love him to bits. It, it, it's a nightmare trying to do a commentary with him, but I, oh, I, yeah. I, I love him to bits. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, Newark Half Marathon. You are one of the uh, on that top table of organisers. Um, we're yep, getting closer and closer. We've had Peter Davis come and tell us. Yeah, we're... Halfway it was. We're, we're another month on now. It's probably about... Three months now? Yeah, we're down to... May, June, July. Yeah, three months. Tw- 12 weeks, I think. You're down Something to 12, like 12 weeks now. Um, is it all going well? Yeah, it's going all right. We've got... We're sort of up to about 500 entrants now. Um, we're hoping to get 1,000, so we're halfway there. Um, I think people are starting to finalise their running plans, and, you know, similar to like, to Jan, if, he's, if they've been injured... They're coming back thinking like, oh, I may be able to do a half and looking to sign up. Um, and we're running a competition at the moment. So if you sign up before Friday, you'll go into a draw to win four weeks free membership at 
Eden Hall and a couple of other prizes. I'm not sure of all of them. Um, so that's a, if the, ever that was an incentive to run yeah, a well, half marathon. Absolutely. I can see Tony's eyes thinking. I, I, I'd love to do it, but I'm commentating. Um, oh. You don't have to run, you can just enter. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, actually. We couldn't run. Is the half marathon on your radar? Unfortunately no. not, no. No, I mean, I've, I've, there's some 10Ks coming up that I was entered into Woodall Spa, uh, the summer solstice at Long Bennington, which I'm probably not going to be able to do. Um, so no, so half marathon's way, way out for me. What's it like as a patient? <laughs> it's all right. I can run, so I can run away from it. starts moaning, <laughs> so it's fine. But no, uh, like, Jan can't run on the day, but he'll be there volunteering i volunteered him to volunteer i was gonna say so. like he's always volunteering <laughs> yes. me for something yeah volunteered him for this volunteered eventually you'll uh you probably wish just you say yes to everything i'd have run through the pain barrier <laughs> <laughs> it would have been simple well you but you're on the mend the main thing yes. is you're on the mend and it yes. may well take until next yeah. year before you're back and yeah to yeah. you know where you want yeah. to be but yeah well there's some 5k races that i'm going to look at entering this year so i can it's like i can run up to about 40 minutes so i can do about 7k run wise so yeah 5k races i think i'll be all right with but we'll, we'll see how it goes it's got to build it up slowly gordon wellborn week oh uh, come on I, I really really like gordon wellborn week but again that's not far away is it it's a couple no, of weeks, two weeks, or two weeks away. um so i don't i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do that or not jan um, has a tendency to find the potholes on the day two at um <laughs> the grove field <laughs> yeah i think it, uh, a couple of years ago he nearly lost his leg to it oh well maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe i i do love that week because i i, I see yellow and orange yeah. and, and the blue and gray of, of, of newer kc joined yeah. by grantham and, and southall and everybody everybody just seems to enjoy it and mucking together it, yeah. it's a wonderful week i think if we don't do it all we'll do one or two of the events yeah i think that i could do yeah I could do Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, and Friday, something We've like signed that. one of our friends up, because we've told him there's a pub at the end of every event. <laughs> Why not? You see, this is the, this is the stride that's coming out in. You, uh, you, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll learn a little later, Graham takes it serious, so don't, no messing about when Graham's on. Um, Graham takes it seriously, and he'll tell us how the others are there with cake and wine, and he, he's... <laughs> it's no. brilliant. <laughs> it's, uh, it's brilliant. Right, let's um, find out what Newark AC have been up to, and uh, we'll see if we get uh, both the twins... None of the twins or Amber. Okay, it's a quick trip down to the to the sports village, um, and uh, I had guessed right. Lawrence deserted us yet again to go pole vaulting, so Tilly, as ever, is going to be the face of Newark AC for Radio Newark Sport. Tilly, good evening, and uh, a lot to tell us. Yeah, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Fire away. Thank you. So on Saturday, there was a cracking effort by the the under fifteen and under YDL. There was better weather conditions compared to last time, and we had seven from Newark with lots of new PVs. Zoe Smith did the 70 metre hurdles and came first, and there was possibly a new club record of 12 seconds point zero six. 150 metres she came second, and in long jump she also came second. Elsa Broadbury came fifth in the 75 metre hurdles, fifth in the 100, 150 metres, fifth in the long jump, and fifth in the 4x100. Um, Josh Clee came fourth in the 100 metres and second in the 800 metres, both with PBs. Ethan Lincoln came second in the 75 metre hurdles and fifth in the long jump. Connor Williams came sixth in the 1500 metres with a new PB as well. Hayden Williams came seventh in the 1500 metres with a new PB. 
and Connor Hayden and Josh did the 4x100 metres and came sixth and George came fifth in the 800 metres and fifth with a new PB in the 100 metres and on the Sunday we had another great turnout for the first Northern League Athletics which is for under 17s and above in Grantham there was Chloe Robery and Craig Rodwell for their stunning performances in the 100 metre relay um, both of which are actually like throwers so Chloe does hammer and Craig does all the other throws so they're both actually secret sprinters as they help the teams to do really well and well done to Oliver Crampton on his first athletics meet and him doing both relays although he'd never done them before he did really well and also a big thanks to Hazel and Carl for the timings and entries and all those who helped officiate we haven't got any results still yet from Sunday but well done for everyone competing and for doing events we're going to do it's uh it was nice that it was a better weekend for you. That that was a start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a start. And it's yeah. you got a you got a lovely Sunday evening on the sports village tonight. Yeah, it is really warm again, yeah. Excellent. So what have you got this weekend? We've got a YDL in Burton. Right, so And it d- might be the mini league, but I don't know if the mini league's this weekend or next weekend. Well I'm sure we'll I'm sure you'll tell us all about it next Tuesday yeah, night. I'll find out by next week, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks Tilly. Thank you, see you later. Bye bye, cheers. Bye bye. And that was Tilly on her own doing the report because Lauren's gone off pole vaulting again. Right, American football. I've never figured it out. I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of these people that, that think Americans don't do sport. Individually, yes, but as teams, I've never really sort of think they've actually mastered the old ethos of being a team. Um, you know, and actually getting on with each other. Um, so I've avoided it pretty much all american sports i don't even class it as sport but <laughs> basketball okay they're not bad at but um and i've also wanted somebody to talk talk to me about american football because when i did watch it it looked nothing like football <laughs> nothing at all like football some people call it the greatest sporting event in the world and, and, and it attracts massive massive audience others think the entertainment at half time or quarter time or whatever they have is probably a lot better because the other thing that irritates me immensely about it is if I go to a football match or a rugby match, I'm watching two hours and there's 10-15 minutes in between and it's all over in 90 minutes. This thing seems to go on all day. <laughs> um, so let's start right at the beginning before you get into telling me what American football is. Why? Uh, I first started watching American football when it first came on Channel 4 um, back in the 80s, I think it was. And uh, I just watched, watched a highlight show and I was just like hooked on it straight away. Um, it's easy to get hooked because you can because Philippa watched one show and now she's all of a sudden a massive San Francisco 49er fan that's only because she wants you to take it there <laughs> I mean yeah. <laughs> I understand how it's not for everybody and you you need to invest into it to to fully appreciate it but um, for me I mean I quite like statistics which anybody that knows me will because um, I often bore them with my running statistics um, but I just like I like all types of statistics. Yeah, that's good. I'm with you there. Every single position. Um, And the thing I like uh, controversially about American sports over English sports are that they're they're good with rules. Uh, They're they're basically black and white, whereas in a lot of English sports, I mean, you can take football for, for, for argument's sake. There are so many rules in football that are just... Not uh, uh, just they just fall apart under scrutiny, 
Uh, whereas in American football and other American sports, you know, it's pretty much black and white. And I just like it. I, and, 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 and a lot of English sports now, they're getting... Uh, replays, video replays. I mean, where's all that come from? Obviously, it's come from American sports. So I think they're getting a lead in that respect. And um, so our VAR then is what they've been doing. Yeah, they have it. They have it in. Yeah, they have it in American football. Um, I mean, I think that was possibly the first sport that that it was introduced into. Um, but yeah, I mean, and you just get a chance to replay a lot of the um the action that's that's gone on you know just just after it's happened so it's it's kind of good for that um but yeah i can understand how it's not a lot of people say that it's not free flowing um but uh, but again it's one of these things that you need to kind of invest into i think i like the replays because with uk football normal football um, it takes me 20 minutes to decide if it is offside or not, so I need to remember what the offside rule is and then decide was it offside or not. So the replays at American football give you an opportunity to check that you know the rules. Are, are, they, are, are they better at the replays? Because we're hopeless at yeah, this VAR yeah, in, in, in football. It's, it's not even close. Uh, something can take five minutes before somebody makes their mind up. I mean, that it's just crazy. Yeah, no, it's done in very, very quickly. Um it's like the it's almost like the the goal line technology rule i mean that's done very quickly so i can't see why they can't because you know he looks at his watch and, a, and the computer tells no, the, him the problem is the goal line technology rule is it is it have, it is or it isn't over the line other things is open to somebody's interpretation of it so what one man thinks is handball another man doesn't think handball, and that's exactly the problem yeah. that you started off with. Yeah, with the rules. Yes. I mean, the rules need changing. I mean, it's like the handball in a box. I mean, um, I mean, in Spain, if it hits your arm, it's a penalty. But now that the Spanish players are actually aiming for the defenders' arms, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. absolutely cr- the Super Bowl. I assume is the FA Cup final. Champions the League. Super Bowl. Champions League. Oh, oh, yeah. right. oh, the, right. oh sorry. Well, it's, yeah. I get well. It's it's like the world. It, it is the it's the World Cup final of it's the final of. Is it American football then that has the wage caps and the best players that are coming out of the university? Yeah, goes into the the lower teams to try and keep everybody. Yeah, I, think I mean, I I hate to say it, but I think that is absolutely wonderful because in football worldwide, the richer, the bigger are going onto another planet yeah and the rest of them are left behind in america then that i'm assuming can't happen yeah i mean um they they play the season through and the team that wins the super bowl gets the last pick in the draft so and the team that that with the worst overall record of that season gets the first pick so theoretically gets the choice of the best player coming out of college that year um and they have they have uh, a certain number of rounds and they they pick through so yes it's it kind of uh it's very difficult for a team to stay on top to, to be the best team consistently over a long period of time, unless they're they're very shrewd and how they do uh, how they do their business. Like the New England Patriots at the moment are doing are doing very well. They've been good for for. A and is this down to a, an exceptional coach? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Tell me a bit about the game because again, I'm going on my limited knowledge. You haven't. I suppose you've got to call it an offence and a defence. <laughs> um, Philippa can do the American accents, um, but apparently it is a defence. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
let's get a bit technical now and explain how it all works. Basically, so the offence has four chances to get the ball, to move the ball ten yards. Um, and if they don't get the ball ten yards in their four attempts, they turn the ball over and then the opposition gets the same again. So that's a bit of a rugby leafing where they get six attempts yeah. before it's turned over. So yes. it's the same principle, so yes. to speak, but it's on four, yeah. right? Yeah. And don't they try normally two... So the first two times, they'll just try and move it forward. Three times. First three times. Yeah. And then the last time, they do a play. Yeah, the last time. So on the fourth attempt, instead of turning the ball over where they are, to gain decent field position, they'll punt the ball away. So they'll basically kick it. Um, and then... Because they have specialists. Special teams. Yeah. Yes, there's offence, defence and special teams. Are the three, basically, teams on, on a team. Um, and once they've punted, then they get the ball theoretically in the in the opponent's half and then they again attempt to move the ball up the field and if they can't do it in their four once they've once they if they've managed to move the ball 10 yards then they get another set of day, another four goes at moving 10 yards i mean it sounds easy to get 10 yards but um um a, a good running back averages over a year so if they carry the if in each game they carry the ball 20 times and they usually average about four and a half yards a carry so um they, if, if a good running back can do that then they'll keep the keep the chains moving but um, teams with not so good running backs they'll maybe average three yards a carry so if you think he's going three yards on the first attempt three yards on the second attempt three yards on the third that's nine yards and then he's got to get one yard in his final attempt if he doesn't do it the ball gets turned over where they are so that's when they it kind of gets technical and they also pass the ball as well obviously um, and they, great, it's a greater gain uh, with passing because you can throw the ball further but it's a higher risk and um, the chances of completing a pass are less than um, being able to run the football I'm still mystified Tony <laughs> what, why do they wear so much padding I mean our rugby I mean it's more of a it's more rugby than football I think that's yeah that yes. you know you take the two yeah. it, it's more you would say that is more like a rugby match it's probably more like the rugby league than than proper rugby um <laughs> thought that might get a bite um why the padding and the men are men in america yeah i mean i don't know where that came from i mean it's always been that way from from when it started obviously padding's developed and increased and different players at different positions have bigger padding so uh, a quarterback who is like a skilled player he has lighter smaller padding so he could so he can move his body and he can throw a ball uh, whereas like um, a linebacker whose job is to basically hit people hard wears massive padding so uh, he's fully protected and he can like unleash pain on other people <laughs> <laughs> but they've done loads of studies haven't they about the um they used to run head into each other head to head and now that's yeah. completely mm. like illegal so they can't do that but uh, but it's the same i mean rugby's you know they they have tackling techniques you know where at yeah. one point you know uh, they've changed how you tackle you need to get your head to the side when you're tackling not head on um but i mean even rugby players now uh wear head guards um and i'm pretty sure some of them wear padding as well built into their tops i've i've mm -hmm. seen but um uh, yeah, not quite to the extent, admittedly. I don't want you to do anything, really. It was, it, it was going very smoothly. <laughs> well, this, this is where I can help you, you see, because 
Uh, many, many years ago. I started the advertiser in 1986, so it wasn't long after joins. American football really took off. It became the craze, the latest thing. And a team from Mansfield came over to play at Devon Park. A lot of very, very keen uh, American football players from Mansfield formed a team and they decided to come over to Newark. And uh, I can't quite remember what they were called. Something like Newark Vulcans or something. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously I went along to Devon Park to report on the match. And I hadn't got a clue what was going <laughs> off. The only thing that really st- stood out for me, apart from not knowing the, lo- the, the laws or, or the rules or whatever, was that all these guys were clearly from Mansfield and they were calling each other duck and all the rest of it when they were on the sidelines. And then they'd get in the middle and they were talking in, in American accents to each other. And I was thinking, this is, this is stupid. And, and I had nothing down in my notebook. And so it was in the days when um, there were American football shops in every major city. Uh, and it was on Channel 4 all the time. And so, um, it, my birthday was coming up, and I, I phoned my Auntie Mary in Bradford, and I said, can you, for, for my birthday this year, I would like you to go to the American football shop in, in the middle of Bradford. It's a great, it's next to the bus stop, you can't miss it. It's a great place. And get me an American football shirt. And she said, which one? And I said, no, no, that's the whole point. Just you get the colour you like... And then I will support that team when I watch the games on Channel 4, and through that I will learn the rules of the game. And then I'll be able to come back to, go down to Devon Park and report on the, on, on the matches and understand what, what, what's, what's going off. And so, fortunately that time, she got me a San Francisco 49er shirt. Yeah, hey. exactly. That, that, that's, that's what I saw when I came in. And at that time at Candlestick Park, it really took off. You know, they, they were the kiddies. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 that is where the 49ers play. <laughs> or did, in, in those days. And uh, so I would have probably still do, I don't, I don't know. But, uh, but basically, um, through all the glory years, I was a 49ers fan. And, uh, you know, a blesser. You know, like, so what, what an inspired choice at that time. Through all the glory years, I was a 49ers fan. Where have we heard that before from Tony Smith? From all the glory years. Find a team that's doing well, and suddenly, I love that team. Yes, that's what you just... You just said it. I found the team, and then they started doing well. How often does that happen, I think? Very rarely, where you're concerned. Um... Unbelievable. Well, we need you back to support us, because we had second pick in the draft, bearing in mind the worst team has the yeah, first yeah, pick. Oh yeah, they've been poor for about 15 years yeah. now. And is there a wage cap as well? I mean, we yeah, just, salary uh, cap. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So far, I've n- not understood a word that you've said, but I have thought that football can learn more than one thing from American football. Just on rules, basically. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think. Um, okay, what's the first and ten? Oh, it's the... Well... Uh, or a second and fourth or whatever it is. Because right. that's what they do shout out, don't they? First yeah, so and ten. Fit, right. Just go through Start that the one game. so I can get that one to right. me. But they, they kick off. So one team kicks off, the other team get it, and say it's first and ten from the 20-yard line. So the ball's at the 20-yard line, and it's first down, and they've got ten yards to go. So the offense... So the ten yards. Yeah. To, to, right. That's how so far they've got to get. So it's the first tackle they've right. got in. So 
they can either choose to run the ball or pass four. the ball. Say they choose to run it on first down. So they run it and they get five yards. So they've gone five yards. So it's now second down with five to go. So it's called second and five. Second and five. I'm getting, the, yeah. I'm getting this. It's, it's getting there. So on third, so, so now it's second down and five. Right? They decide to pass the ball. They pass it and it's an incomplete pass. It fails, basically. So they've gone no yards. So it's now third and five. They, third attempt at going yeah, yeah yeah so now they think right okay i'll run the ball again so they run it and say they run it three yards so they've gone eight yards in total so it's now fourth down and two and um, so now if they don't get that two yards they turn the ball over where they where where they yeah. are so what a team 99 percent of the time will do is then they'll kick the ball up the field so they kick it 80 yards down the field the, de- the defending team catch it and they get the ball from where from it, back in their half, and then the whole process if they, starts again. Because this goes back. I mean, I, I've already ever seen any of it, but uh, I, I did prick my ears up when they said, "Was it David Beckham Jr. or something?" And I thought, "What's he doing out there?" But there was a fantastic catch by somebody called Beckham. Odell Beckham. Odell yeah. Beckham last yeah. last se- season. Yeah. The fact that he caught it then does that keep it in play for his side then? Yes. I mean, when when the the passing when they pass the ball, the, the receiver has to catch it. Uh, if he drops it, then it's an incomplete pass, and they and they and they don't gain any yards. So that's almost like rugby when it's a knock on. Yeah. Um, so say on on um, say it's first down, and they decide to pass the ball. They the receivers run. They they run routes, and they can run ten yards, twenty yards, thirty yards, forty yards. So and the quarterback can throw the ball, and if he throws it and he catches it, and it's forty yards up the field, they've gained forty yards. So it's easier to gain make big gains by passing than it is on runs because runs usually gain you five or six yards because it's, it's harder to run the ball but the chances of gaining it's small gains running <clears throat> uh, larger gains passing but with with a, a lower chance of success that's the that is re- that's the strategy behind the whole game have you actually got the bug for this then philippa well, the yeah, best... I, watch, I, I watch it for a while. Well, the thing is, the, the best thing now is the fact that you don't have to sit for a whole game. Uh, because they, like it does you go said, on for hours, yeah. doesn't they, it? Uh, if you watch a live game, they're, they're like three hours long. I mean, I used to sit and watch Sky Sports at six o'clock on a Sunday night until 12 o'clock at night, two games. But you've got to be really into it to, to do that. But they've got, I mean, with us, the, the highlight show with... The NFL um, show, yeah. Your mates. Um, Mark Chapman and... O- OT. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, CJ, someone. Yeah. I like them because they're like typical Americans and they get really but excited so you, about it. You've got everything. a half an hour, 45 minute highlight show that's brilliant. You know, it's like Match of the Day. Like match of the Day. Yeah. 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 I mean, because yeah. I get bored. I mean, I enjoy football, but sometimes I get bored watching a football yeah. match yeah. unless it's the Champions League yeah. or something. Yeah. But Match of the Day, I watch, you know, all the time. Um, so, so yeah, so it's, it's good. It's been good. I think it's, it's with any sport. The more you start, the more you understand it, the more you enjoy it. So, I'm getting there with American football, and I'll sit and watch it. I I, I was in Bradford uh, visiting uh, uh, friends up there, and uh, me and my mate were sat watching American football, and his wife walked in and said, uh, "What are you watching?" And he says, uh, "American football." And he went, and she said, "How long is this going on for?" And, she, and uh, so he said, "Well." It's, it's just in the second quarter. And she went, well, how many quarters are there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is Bradford. Um, <laughs> have you ever seen live? Yes. I uh, went to Wembley a couple of years ago to watch Kansas City in Detroit. So that was, that was good. But I've never been to America to watch it, unfortunately, which I would like to do at some point. Um, 
Is that on the book it? Yeah, well, I'd be up for that. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'll go and watch it. No, but the problem is, I spend all my money. Unlike snowboarding, is he going to take you? <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> no, well, I spend, that's I'd the problem. The I spend all my money on snowboard holidays. That I don't have any money to do anything else, unfortunately. <laughs> but, so you have to have a save up, and you'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's Australia next year, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What, the Super Bowl? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, to visit. My brother moved to Australia yes, he did. in yes. February, uh, February so. Yeah. Probably should go and see him at some point. Well, but it'd be nice. I mean, we could go via America, so... Mm. Well, you see, you'll have to play in the Super Bowl in Australia. They play the blinking thing in England, or they play well, American the... football in England, don't they? It's, it's Aussie rules, isn't it? Aussie rules. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I even like saw look, there was a rugby league match at, at the New Camp the other day. And I thought, that would confuse the heck out of the Spanish, that would. <laughs> it, really, it really does. So, you're a San Francisco... 49ers. Well, Jan's a, a San Fran 49ers right. fan, so right. I, I've become it by default. Right. And then um, Jan's brother supports the Minnesota Vikings, yeah. so I like to now support San Fran just to wind up Jason. That's fair enough. Yeah, and but I do, I like to guess the teams, so like Jan will give me a, a, na- a state name and I'll just try and guess what they are. So I took it upon myself for... <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams, but I called them Le Rams. So after that, like to make them a little French, uh, they're my like actual team, but I call them Le Rams all the time. <laughs> Again, if we had a webcam in the studio, you would now see Jan Bailey shaking his head. Uh, there's a, a, a very good friend of mine at uh, Newark RNL Cricket Club, um, Richard Andrew, um, and, 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 and his girlfriend uh, Fiona. Uh, they're massive Philadelphia Eagles fans. And when the Eagles won the uh, Super Bowl, they didn't go to the game, but they did get a plane afterwards and fly out to Philadelphia just to just to join in the celebrations. Wow, that's cool. Which is which is. But we nearly had that with Jan's brother. They they got close to the. Did they get in the final? No. The the semi-finals. We were worried that they were going to win because at the moment the 49ers have got more. Super Bowl titles than the Vikings, so we're our team were good. We're just not that good at the moment. Right, let's um, let's get back to a good old English sport of, of running, and um, we'll we'll catch up with Graham, who uh, will be doing the Striders' sport under the scrutiny of Philippa Clark. And it's time to talk Newark Striders, so that means it's time to talk um, with Graham Welsh, who's going to, as ever, give us the most comprehensive report of the week. Graham, it's all down to you, mate. Thanks very much, and uh, good evening, everybody. Yeah, compared to some of the uh, incredibly busy uh, weekends that we've uh, had in recent uh, weeks and months, it wasn't the, uh, the, the most packed of weekends, but uh, uh, plenty going on nevertheless. So I'll uh, get on with telling you about it, and we'll start at, uh, at Colic on uh, Saturday, where uh, Striders were doing a park run tour. Once a month, we uh, pick a particular park run, and uh, a, a group of us all sort of aim, aim for that place and, uh, and group up there and uh, enjoy a park run tour, and it was colleague this weekend, and 24 uh, New York Striders plus four family members were over there, including Philippa. So uh, we, had a, we had a great run over there, a lovely scenic course, and uh, one of our members, Lynn Bobby, she was uh, doing her 200th uh, park run, which is a pretty incredible uh, achievement. It's, uh, it's getting on, on the way to the next sort of official park run uh, um, milestone, which is 250, and I think our... Most capped uh, park runner, Philippa, is uh, probably the closest to that. Uh, we're getting on for 230 park runs. Uh, brilliant effort for, uh, for Lynn on Saturday. 
Uh, we were park, park running elsewhere on Saturday as well. We were at uh, Belton, Newark, of course, uh, Keswick, Sloughbottom, which is near Norwich, uh, Tewkesbury in Gloucestershire, uh, Clarisford in Ireland, and the Concord Park Park Run, which is in, in Sheffield. So a busy old Saturday. On to Sunday, and uh, there was a variety of events, uh, not all of them, especially locally, lo- local. But we will start uh, fairly close to home with the Clawson 10K. We just had one runner there this year. We've had a quite good turnouts there um, in the past, but just one there this, this last week. And that was Emma Gilbert, and she uh, covered the Clawson 10K, which is a, a cross-country event. Uh, sort of plenty of queuing up to climb over styles and things like that. You're never really going to get your fastest time. And Emma did pick up a little bit of a, uh, a tweak in her calf on the way around. Uh, so 56 minutes and 26 seconds for, for Emma. A little bit further afield in, uh, in, along the Yorkshire coast at the Ravenscar uh, Coastal Half Marathon. David Daubney was up there and he completed that course in two hours and ten minutes. Uh, in, in Norfolk uh, at the Ludham Mini Marathon, which is 4.25 miles, a village event near Great Yarmouth, um, we, 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 we had Gemma Latham down there. She did the course in 42 minutes and uh, 11 seconds. And uh, in the lakes, uh, we had Esther Parry up at the Keswick Mountain Festival uh, doing a few um, sort of walking and, and running events up there over the weekend. And she did the uh, Keswick Mountain Festival 10K trail run and completed the course in one hour, 23 minutes and uh, 46 seconds. And as you might imagine, the course was anything but uh, uh, flat and smooth. So a great effort from, uh, from Esther there. And... Uh, uh, Again, back to Nottinghamshire, the Outlaw Half uh, Triathlon. Mary Swindles uh, is a New York Strad club member. She's taken part uh, in that, um, and she is uh, she won her age category. So uh, uh, she won her age category in seven hours and eight minutes. So well done, Mary. So moving on to what's uh, coming up, uh, I think the next thing, big thing on the on the horizon, is a, a few events at the weekend, like the Humber, Humber Bridge 10K, Birmingham 10K. Uh, books and half marathon. We may have one or two people at those, and good luck to them. But uh, I think the next big thing that's coming up in terms of a club event is the uh, next summer league fixture, which is uh, starts at, and finishes at Flow Serve and goes up the uh, uh, the rail track, you know, three miles up the uh, uh, Sustrans towards Cotton. A quick stop at Ernie's Bar for a, a glass of uh, water or a cup of water, and then turn around and do uh, exactly the same thing on the way back. But um, the uh, several hundred people there. And taking part in that event, I dare say, next Wednesday. Uh, very much looking forward to to that. Um, and a little bit further afield, uh, on the following weekend, we've got the Woodall's Bar 10K. So we'll have a, a few people in that, including myself. Myself and Jan and Philip were all there uh, last year. It was a very hot day, and hopefully not quite as hot this year. Um, so really, that's what we've been doing, and that's what's coming up. Okay, let's find out. Woodall Spa? I'm not in. You're not going? No. And it's too far for you? Yeah. Graham I mean, beat me last year and I, I can't Oh, Graham, Graham, you beat, you, you beat Philippa, so she's not yeah, going again. I think I got 48 minutes and 56 seconds. Philippa got 49 minutes and 48 seconds. And Jan was seventh, 34 minutes and 55 seconds. Well, that's... Uh, if I recall correctly. That's absolutely wonderful. Graham, thank you so much. Really yeah. do appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye now, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, of course, he did the Woodall 10K, and you can't, and that's 10K, and that's a bit 
for at the moment well i'm i'm in to do it but um i'm not fit enough to run it unfortunately mm. so i'm gonna give my place to somebody else i think unfortunately are you doing it you are now no i'm not my friend is doing a his first ever triathlon for he's raising money for children's bereavement center All right. so i'm gonna go out and give him some so support. who's that and where's that adam gray his name is and um yeah he's is doing the Southwell Sprint on that day. I'm going to go out and give him some, some support slash gentle abuse to keep him running. He doesn't like running, but he's been giving it some really like he's been doing really well on his training. So I um I don't know about his gentle abuse because you're down as the best the best support team out there. You are the best support team. Well, yeah. not the, according not, to not the best she's not usually at the finish with my bags he's too fast i can't get from the start to the finish in the time that well she takes... must look after stacy a lot better than she looks after I you think she probably does yeah yeah there's, there's more love there so I, uh... <laughs> oh dear <laughs> but, um we mentioned earlier on that barry howarth is from the lincolnshire bombers has sent you an invitation to actually play american football to actually go over there and join in with him for a day he saw our promo um that's been out all, all day today and he's and he's invited over there has he not seen how scrawny i am i wouldn't <laughs> last i wouldn't last yeah, two but minutes. you all look the same when you got the padding on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the amount of padding yeah, i wouldn't be able to run <laughs> do, you, do you fancy trying it then or um yeah I'd, I'd give it just a go. be very careful where you go in here yeah i'd give it a yeah I'd, I'd give it a go i'd give most things a go really but yeah it'd be interesting to see what it's actually like um so yeah so if we catch it with barry then you'll 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 yeah we'll just remember how long it took me to come on the show so yeah we'll i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in about another four years time you'll, you'll, you'll actually get out, out there <laughs> you can just talk about stacy for a couple of minutes because she come and hero this show last year with what she actually achieved yeah and you know what she went through and to go back and do it again the same as same as netty at the london marathon i mean that girl anyway <laughs> she, uh, this year she didn't sign up for a marathon and then by the next minute me and her were signed up a week later we were running a marathon in uh, boston so uh yeah it was so, flat and windy oh my <laughs> gosh i've never known wind so so bad but it was a uh, yeah no, she's a uh, she's going back for the full outlaw in she's July. Going back for it, is she? But at least it's not in in Bolton this time because there's you know there's only so many times killing, you can go to Bolton. Killing time in Bolton is <laughs> yeah. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> at least at Newark or uh, Nottingham, I can nip back for a little snooze in between. But we'll, we'll be out supporting her for that. So she's doing the full outlaw, and it's Nottingham. Nottingham one, it's yeah. Nottingham. Well, that's okay. That's I'm pretty sure they good. do triathlons in other countries, don't they? Well, I can't yeah, do it's just somewhere exotic. The Iron like Man, San Francisco. Yeah, the Iron Man yeah. do them all over the pl- all yeah. over the place. Barcelona, you know, Madrid. Yeah, yeah. Go Bolton. That's there. why. I got and it. you get Bolton. Yeah, yeah come on, Stacey. Oh, well. Stacey's coming in a couple of weeks' time to talk about the A to Z of park oh, running. Are you yeah. are you into that? I I do partake. I'm not as a. I'm not as dedicated as a one member of our striders club called lynn um who i think stacy's going to bring in to talk about it um however me and stacy have taken on our own little challenge to try and get the letters of the alphabet that lynn hasn't got yet just to wind her up <laughs> so we went we drove two hours the other week to go and get a j a, a part room beginning with j you see you got that one wrong didn't you because that was somewhere near stevenage wasn't it you went it to? was yeah why didn't you go to jersey well, we went to Jersey Farm. I know, but Jersey itself would have been so much better. I know, but 
Like, Jan thought it was mental driving two hours. Well, I agree with it. When there's one in Newark. I mean, if there wasn't one in Newark, it would be more... Are you not into this park run thing? Is it, no, is I'm just, into park yeah. run, but I'm not into getting up two hours. At silly o'clock to go, to drive, to go and yeah. run for 25 minutes. Now, Sometimes I, I volunteer him for it. Striders are actually very close to American football because there's a hell of a social side to it. And going back and just finishing off with American football, it's the social side that we don't do it sport in this country we don't do it very well in this country we go to a sporting event we watch it and we come home again normally whereas the americans and i suppose rugby a little bit at twickenham but the americans make a day of it don't they yeah i think they call it tailgating where they have um you know in the in the car parks before everyone's having barbecues you know chatting and and yeah and it's like a, a full day out and they you know they they make a real party out of it so yeah any sport that involves snacks i'm in i'm into so running eating at the end american football eating all the way so through. so cake, cake yeah. and, and yeah. wine and, and striders yeah. re- really you're sort of i i am partial to a cricket but only on a nice sunny day with a picnic that's the how dad dragged his trent bridge yet then we've been before we took Jan to um, a couple of years ago to sort of introduce him to it and he saw one and a half overs and it rained all day <laughs> but we've been back since then and, I sat um, in my chair didn't I I'm yeah he, he sat in the rain because <laughs> he was like come for the day I'm going to sit here and watch some cricket <laughs> and we were all hiding behind the umbrellas so. I, I don't say too much I've got a cricketer standing behind me he's, a hit, he's in hitting distance yeah um, thank you both for coming in thanks for having me um, thank you Philip at regular visits but Jan now you've been in the ones I hope you'll come back and thank see us thank you for having me uh, well. again and, and, and again sorry it took we're persevering we do <laughs> wore him down um, tomorrow night it's um, chairman's night not chairman's week chairman's night and we are putting Collingham football club in the hot seat on one side of the coin an absolutely fantastic season with trophies galore and on the other side of the coin that pitch that ain't long enough let's see what they've got to say about it and what they're going to do about it that's tomorrow night with Collingham but for now it's still Preston time we are-